of life get solved on the porch. Well, or at least talked about on the porch. A lot of things and people get talked about on the porch. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, we can go there if you want to. Mm-hmm. But, yes. But, I mean, we're... I don't think of myself, and maybe I, it's just because I don't think of myself as a big gossiper, but I just don't. Because people... You know, when people have happy news... Oh, I love to share that and be part of their happiness with that. Or if they have sad news, I don't mind sitting with them and holding their hand or just listening or whatever. But, I mean, if I hear secondhand or thirdhand news about somebody, I'm just like, well, is that any of my business? That's the the undiscovered meme. Oops, excuse me, Miss Spider. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm just watching it. Now, what you can't see is, Alicia, there's a damn ant on the Was that an ant chair, or a spider? And she just about spilled water <laughs> all over her damn computer. It was jumping crawling around. on me. It was just an ant. Is an ant. Is <laughs> I did not know. Ain't. An I, ant. I had a nephew who called him Anks. Aww. There's an ant on me, Aunt Byron. <laughs> it's an ant. No, aww. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Yeah, he's in his 40s now, you know. You know I, how that goes. I'll probably think everything is a tick forever. Oh, God, the damn ticks are so bad this year. <laughs> They're horrible, aren't they? 
Well, they said it was going to happen. They said we were going to get a, a tick epidemic, and they being the the folks at the wildlife place, the wildlife commission, I guess it is. Uh, Parks and Rec. Well, people. I never worried about stuff like that when I was a kid. It was like, oh, well, there's a tick on me. There's a tick on the dog. Cat's got a tick. You just pulled him out. It was not a big deal. But now, those ticks have everything in the world. They yeah. got Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain spotted fever. When I was when I was a kid, I remember the first people talking about Rocky Mountain spotted fever, mm -hmm. and it it's like a bullseye, and there's red rings all the way, and we were all just oh well, we don't live in the Rocky Mountains, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just so many, so much stuff, and people. I'm still a little. Oh, it's just a tip. Get over here, I'll pull it off. Yeah, but I did wash my hands afterwards. Well, I mean. They just weren't a big issue. I remember that we were taught that before you go to bed, when you're getting cleaned up for bed, that you check your scalp. Mm -hmm. Just kind of do that and check, you know, run yeah. your fingers through your scalp. And just just check and see if you've got ticks or not. But it was never really a big deal. And I remember the first time I ever heard of Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever was the first tick death I ever heard about, Ooh. which was a gal who went to our school oh in gosh. West Asheville, and she died of Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. And I remember thinking, whoa. From you know, a tick? What? Yeah. 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 And yeah, I've, I've had way too much experience with ticks now, way yeah. too much. I remember being out in Marshall, and there was a big old rock. You know, like you see these yard rocks uh -huh. in the suburbs. This was just sitting out in a field where some, I don't know why, it was just a big old giant rock in the sun. And I remember the closer I got to it, the rock looked like it was moving. Oh. You know what I'm going to say, don't Lousy. you? Yeah. yeah. It was full of ticks. Well, I can remember sitting under a big old poplar tree out in the country where I grew up. And it was a big tree, and I loved to sit on it. And, and I, I kind of leaned back and looked up the trunk, and there was just a line of ticks going up the trunk of that tree. Oh. I mean, not near me, they were, it was high above. But I thought, oh, Lordy. Yeah, I think I'll move. <laughs> I'll move along now. Move along, move along. I belong to this most excellent group on Facebook called North Carolina or NC Snake Identification. Oh, yes. They are so good. They will tell you what the snake is and they have a specific format and they won't let people diss the snake or talk about them. you know scary you know how that stuff goes but the, i wish they would do that for other things in western north carolina there's a plant identification forum uh-huh yep. and that I, you probably belong to that one don't I you do. Mm -hmm. and uh, i think i do too or i wouldn't be seeing it all the time so i don't remember joining it but it's a good one where people will say hey this is in my yard. What is it? Well, it's important with snakes because I can remember, and I should have known better, but I did, I never was around brown snakes when I was growing up. Yeah. I was around garter snakes and green snakes and, you know, and, and copperheads and rattlesnakes and all that stuff, but I never was around brown, brown snakes. And we caught one in a jar, and I was, I was grown. Yeah. Um, Caught one in a jar and I left it on the porch where it was, it was chilly. It was a, this kind of weather where it's chilly at night. Yeah. And I took it out to the nature center because I thought it was a baby copperhead. It has that same kind of markings. And the guy there went, oh, not another little town snake. Aww. And that's what they called them, town snake. Because they're all over town. <laughs> and they don't get very big. And, of nope. course, they're non-venomous. Decays brown snake is what they're called. Yeah. And... and and he just said, would you just take this little baby snake home and put it in the yard? And we were like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. But then he explained <laughs> the whole thing about, you know, the triangular diamond-shaped head yep. and, and how to look for a pit viper and all that stuff yeah. that, that I'd never known before. So it was really nice. And they were so kind. And, and you know, and just they, they really want people to understand that snakes are beneficial and they are not something you need to get the hoe out like every old damn country woman 85 year old country woman with a hoe and a rattlesnake i got yeah everything's a copperhead to my everything mom. is a copper even if I it's a black it's a snake copperhead. <laughs> well your mama though you showed me that picture of the big old black snake 
Was it flying around her doorknob or something? <laughs> no, it was on the windowsill right that, beside the door. Right it. at eye level for her, too. Oh and it was, God. oh, my God. Yeah. No, she was beside herself upset about it. And I I wouldn't have been, I don't think. I would have been surprised, but. Well, you know, I had the big surprise whatever day that was last week that I went out. Oh, the yeah, back, I saw that. I went out the back door. Oh, I know exactly what it was. It was Saturday because I was going to go get some mint mint juleps. <laughs> so I went out and stopped because there was that big old shiny black head on the step right beside the stoop <laughs> at the back door. And I just looked at her and I thought, that is a big snake. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to go out and disturb her. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit later she came, moved a little bit more as she got warmed up. I think she was up under the house somewhere and <laughs> came out cold. Yeah. And she was just laying in the sunlight, just warmed me up. And then she kept going and kept going, and and I called Joe and said, "Look at, come look at this." I said, "Wait, that looks like she looks like she's about four feet long." And he went, "I think she's bigger than that. I think she's five feet long." Well, he oh. went out afterwards because she stretched herself out going oh, under the, the great arbor, oh. so she'd be nice and get nice and warm before. I'm sure she's hunting baby birds because it's the time of year when. Or the big old moles or whatever. All, she can eat all them she yeah. wants. So she stretched out and then went on into the neighbor's yard. Sorry, Christian, she went into your yard. <laughs> um, and and then Joe went out and measured from where he we had seen her head be to her tail be. And he came in and he said, six. That snake is six feet long. And she That's was awesome. big old black rat snake. She's huh. beautiful. Oh, yeah. They and are. Joe had seen... I'm going to say it's the same snake, might not have been, but it was up against the stoop, mm -hmm. and he came out, and this was, golly, eight years ago probably, yeah. and he said he came out, and the, his first thought was, well, I left the hose out, and then he went, we don't have a black hose, oh. <laughs> we have a green hose, <laughs> and then he just watched it, and he said, again, big old, big old black snake, I love them though, I love black snakes. I do too, they're, they're good to have around. They are? I remember we used to live in where in Avery's Creek there, and there was 44 acres of cornfield mm. was our backyard, right? So there's a lot of mice and deer and 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 snakes and stuff and bunnies and bunnies. You know, the whole cycle there was well <laughs> represented. And I'll never forget my brother Craig was up about halfway up the hill going to the foot of the mountain and I was down at the bottom and I think we were going to meet at the dairy and a, what I believe is a corn snake uh -huh. uh, but it might have been a hognose snake now that I know a little bit more but it chased him oh yeah it they actually will. chased him I have never seen that before anything like how did that he, how did he run like a fool oh yeah <laughs> I would too I mean that snake was I don't know if it was doing it on purpose or I think it was it was chasing him and that's the only time I've ever seen a snake be aggressive and I don't even know if it was intentional <laughs> I saw I went to the North Carolina Zoo at, mm. in Raleigh one time and this was in March or yeah, it was in March. And it was one of those days that was the day was in the forties, the mid mid forties. And so it was like, you could walk around, but you wanted a little jacket on. Mm -hmm. And there was this guy, this was a man and his son, and there was a copperhead and it was curled up there and it was not moving much because it was cold, but it was curled up right in the middle of the sidewalk. And the guy was letting his, he was having his son stand there so he could take a photograph of his son beside this copperhead. Did he know it was a copperhead or it just Yes, was yeah, well, I, I don't know. Though. I guess he thought it was supposed to be there, that it was part of the Arboretum or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, it was in the Butterfly Building. And I just was, I was dumbfounded when I saw that. I said, is that a... That's a cop, and we just went right over there and moved that kid. Good, and good for you. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, we probably shouldn't have done that. And I, I doubt that the snake would have hurt him because it was so cold. But it was a poisonous copperhead. You don't put a child 
that close to a copperhead? Uh, especially not one that's already cold and feeling a little irritable and all of that. Yeah, people are dumb people sometimes. People are dumb as a box of rocks. I mean. And I saw another set of cold snakes one time when I was coming out of Continuing Ed building at uh, this college that I taught at. It was Blue Ridge up here. And they had a really good herpetology department, evidently. I, I had actually never seen it, but I guess somebody had gotten in there and freed all the snakes. Oh, Lord. And we came out of the parking Set lot. Set them free. And it was cold. It was very cold. Oh, that's just me. That's somebody was yeah, again just stupid. But I remember we see these snakes that are like coiled up like polka dots in the parking lot. And I don't I don't know what kind they were. Kind of it was completely dark. Trying to retain as much of their body heat as I could. Yeah. yeah. I remember, and this was literally decades ago, I was hiking with my buddy Michael up in, somewhere in, up in Pisgah. And there was, and the, it was pretty dense overstory. But there was one place kind of off to the, and I'm going to point, like off to the side over <laughs> there. And here's the trail, and it was over there. And it was as far from here as to that oak tree. And there was just a shaft of beautiful sunlight shot right down through oh. the middle of the forest that you just had to look at. It was so beautiful. And you look down to the bottom here, it was on the ground. And there was the biggest timber rattler I Ooh. had ever seen. And But it was coiled up because it was chilly. And so it was just there like cats get in the sun. It was just there in the sun like, oh, just warm me up, warm me up, Ooh. just warm me up. And yeah. we just uh, we just hiked on. Yeah. Hiked on, hiked on. I wouldn't get real close to it, but... I they're can appreciate beautiful. how beautiful they yeah, are. I yeah. think they're beautiful. I want to be startled by one underneath the vegetation or any of that stuff. But I, I know during the uh, during the wagon train, if the, if there was a rattlesnake that they killed, we would eat it. Yeah. And does that sound gross to people? I or? think to some people it does, but I mean, people eat gator. You know, I was just in Florida, and you could go into just about any restaurant and get gator, gator yeah. tail. Gator tail. I mean, humans will eat anything. That's why anytime there's an invasion <laughs> of something, I, my first question is, is it edible by humans? Because uh, if, if it is, all we need is some damn New York chef to decide, oh, boy, you know it would be delicious, this thing that they're trying to get rid of in the South. Let's just eat all that. You can make anything into jelly. <laughs> you can. Kudzu flowers make delicious jelly. They sure do. They sure do. Now, I had a friend who wrote a song about kudzu, and he had a video and everything. If I can find it, I will certainly put the link there, and it's worth listening to. Well, kudzu is an amazingly successful plant here, and if we would just eat it, we could figure out a way to make corn liquor out of kudzu. Oh. Or as, as I grew up calling it, kudgy vine. I wonder if you could make some sort of wine out of it. I'm sure you could. And you can eat the leaves when they're young, like you do grape leaves, stuff them with rice and yeah. meat and stuff. But there's a lot of it. You just have to eat a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And people are not... Oh, people. People. Let's not even talk about people. That made me so mad. I, somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm remembering a story somebody... I either read it or somebody told me about sitting on a back porch and hearing the the kudzu and the bamboo grow. <laughs> I reckon you can. You could just hear it. And I, I remember that. <laughs> well, it was fun sitting out here. I did a little thing on Facebook about it. Before you got here, it was so quiet. And as you know, it is no mow May. So we ain't mowing until June hits here. And I was saying, of course, I don't have, we don't have a lawn here at Weirmount. We just got a big old space with some weeds growing out of it and leaves. And a future garden. And the and the birds were out in there digging and delving and getting whatever. And they were so darn noisy because I, I don't rake the leaves here. So the leaves are all dry and crunchy. And that, and it, it sounded like they it's should so have been perfect. bigger critters than they were. But it was just a little old sparrow out there yeah. digging around. Yeah. This is a perfect yard. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. It needs to be... Just what it is. Well, it needs a little pruning. That is the truth yeah. of it. But that's going to happen. This is not the place for you if you are OCD about certain things. No, ma'am, it is not. 
but it, that makes it even more perfect. Though I was a little bit OCD because I started, you know, there's these little round, fat flower pots here. Oh. <laughs> they were all kind of clumped up, so I, I spread them out. And then there was another one on the other side of the porch, so I had to go get that, put that here. Then I've been piddling. We've got a big old, like a window box thing that's full of rocks because if it's not, the damn squirrels dig around in there. And it'll, it'll fall over or blow away. So it's got, so I've been arranging the rocks as far as I could reach them, but I couldn't reach them no more, so I have to do that a little bit later. So it's time to put some flowers in this flower. It is, it is. Well, I've got a bunch of flower pots, clay pots, and for Christmas, two or three years ago, I got a set of paint pens. Oh, how a, nice. They're oil, no, excuse me, acrylic paint pens. And they're just like fine tip magic markers, except it's paint. Uh -huh. So I've been painting flower pots. Oh, I bet that's pretty. And my friend Mindy that I talk about sometimes, she gave me some mint. And so I painted up a pot and I called it. And I wrote Mindy Mint in the year on it. Aww. And I thought, well, I should just do that for all of them. Just put where I got it in the year and what it is. That's a good idea. Yeah. I, I want to keep mint in a pot because otherwise it'll, it you is know. one invasive. Yeah, it'll get out of control. Well, they say, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's a big thing right now, isn't it? Yeah. It's very trendy. Trendy. It's a fad. Yet another fad. Isn't it nice to be able to come out here on a day when the wind is going and mm. and it's sunny and not feel obligated to spend every minute talking about politics? Uh, I mean, we could talk about them. Quit but... preaching and gone to meddling. <laughs> I've been trying to, honestly, I've been trying to avoid politics for several reasons. One, because I don't know. I just feel like there ain't much I can do about any of it, so I don't know why I get all riled up. It all goes back to stupid people is what it is. It's like, people, have you not got any common sense? What's wrong with you? Well, that's the thing. They don't have any common sense that I can tell. And you'd think that we wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but I'm always surprised at at some of the crap that goes on and some of the crap that that I see going on that I just think, oh man, if this was when my grandpa was alive, this, 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 fill in the blank, you know. All right, I'm not going there anymore, sorry. I know. Well, <laughs> and it's that kind of, it. here's the thing, nobody's going to believe about me, but I get morally outraged about stuff. People go, you have morals? I do sure. have morals have ethical standards they may not be like yours but i do yeah absolutely and i just i will just get incensed about stuff so my thing and i'm sure i've mentioned it before is i don't know when the traffic light turns green why everybody can't just ease up off of the brake and all of us move forward slowly together i do not know why i have to be eight cars back and i gotta wait for the first car to move and then the second car decides to move and, then, and by the time I get up there, the light is red again. i got to sit through it. I don't know why. And now I'm going to tell you, I just figured it was this arcane thing I didn't understand, that this is something humans are not capable of. But I heard tell, at the coronation of the new King of England, <laughs> okay. they had all these regiments and battalions and people on horses and carriages and right. I don't know, skis. I, they're on everything they could be on. Skateboards. Like, there was like three quarters of a mile of all these people. And they had worked it out so that on the signal, every one of them moved forward together as one. And I thought, damn, if the English can do it, why can we not do it? I mean, this is the English. Discipline? Because we're not taught? Uh, it I don't just, know. Oh, oh, anyway. It's not politics, it's traffic. Traffic makes me crazy. Well, driving here from Hooterville, head, <laughs> headed north, you know, it's tourist season. Oh, my goodness. When is it not tourist season? Well, February. It's, <laughs> All right. <laughs> End of January, February. Yeah, All right. about for about two weekends. But, yeah, and, and I see this little old car from Florida stop in the middle of this 
25 here where there's if they could have just gone a little bit further there's a whole traffic light there's a parking lot everything and it was well marked but they just stopped and decided to do a u-turn out of right there right there right there they couldn't wait to get to the traffic light people are everybody's important you know they, too important. They can't do these traffic rules. That's for other people. That level of privilege. <laughs> I have to own that. I yeah, know. I was uh, at the Herb Fest this weekend. How'd that go? It was great. Too many people, but it was great. I mean, we don't want to say too many people because that way our friends who grow plants make some money, I hope. But I went down Friday to do my shopping, which is what most people around here do. They go on Friday because it's not so, mm -hmm. you know, it's not Saturday and Sunday. It's not right. so people Man, it was arm to arm, elbow to elbow people. Wow. But I got, I bought all the stuff I need to buy. And I was meeting some friends down there who were coming up from South Carolina. And so she, she sends me a note. We are stuck on 26. And I thought, uh. well, I didn't come on 26. I came down 25. Ha, ha, ha. They were stuck on 26 for over an hour with traffic not moving. At wow. All, at all. And they were coming up from South Carolina, so it wasn't the usual traffic crap at Long Trails Road of people yeah. leaving from Asheville. So this was Friday? Friday. Okay. Friday's so, a, Friday is usually crazy traffic day. So but, she said, so we're, we're still not moving, and I was, I was done. So I said, well, I'm going to go home, and you call me when you're done shopping, and I'll meet you back down there, and we'll have lunch. Yeah. Okay, that'll be fine. So I got home, I got some gas. Then she's like, okay, well, we're almost done now. And we decided we were gonna we we're gonna meet at Ruby Tuesdays. Where's that? Oh, on the airport, on airport road. road. Okay. So uh, so I go back down 25 and go to Ruby Tuesdays and ha we have lunch together. And then we were we were leaving and 26 was still backed up, and then 25 was backed up too, because all the people couldn't be on 26. And um, it just was, it just, the. Uh, it's like Myrtle Beach here in the high, high demand. Yeah. It's I, crazy. I just try to be patient. And my, my thing is I just want to get in the right-hand lane and just stay there, creeping along. Just yeah. a little creep along until I get home. Oh. And then I had to go back Saturday because I was speaking in, on a panel at the Herb Fest. So. I went down there three times in two days. <laughs> and I know that makes you happy. Mm. Well, oh. I got a car that runs. Mm -hmm. I had a full tank of gas after I got gas. <laughs> so I was all right. And I, was, I love seeing them. They're two good good friends. Yeah. Well, I went to Virginia. Tell, <laughs> tell the story of that. Oh, we don't have enough time for that, <laughs> for the whole story. But I, I got to tell you, that college is a great college. It's well thought of, but it was it was a complete cluster. F <gasps> I mean, it was. Dun, dun, dun. You know, but because they, it was a huge college, first of all. They were graduating a bunch of people, secondly. They had not one single sign up. No oh. directions whatsoever. That makes me crazy. I mean, none. And as far as parking went, you were just on your own. And there was nobody to help with parking, and there was no parking to be had anywhere. Well, you you I would mean, think they've done it before, haven't they? Graduated? I would have thought so, yeah. But but there was I, I, it was terrible because, let me tell you, I got up at 3.30 so that I could get Mom and get us on the road by 5, and that would have given us six hours Whoa. to get to this place because he was supposed to walk that walk whatever they call it at 11 o'clock so that should have been plenty of time so for the first hour or two we were leisurely people and we stopped and and at a drive-through and got some coffee and stuff like that you know and went to the bathroom an hour later or whatever and then we get the text message from my nephew that he had messed up the time and they were actually going to walk at 10 in the morning, 10. At 10, yes. And y'all were driving into Virginia. We were driving up there from here, yes. Oh, my Lord. And his parents, my brother, they were driving down 
So they were as far away as we were, and we all got this message at the same time. And at that point, my sweet little mom, <laughs> your sweet little mom, became a di had a different personality. She she told me I could just wait. I didn't. We could wait, and I could find a bathroom at the college that we needed to get going. We 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 didn't have any time to waste, and she was right. But she was. She was just, <laughs> she was just damn determined that she was going to represent the grandmas, because Good she told me she was going to go. She was going to yell when they said his name, and I get it. His other grandmother had died a month ago, mm. and so my mom was like, "I'm not going to make him think about that. I'm going to go and holler his name." You know. Anyway, oh. it was so terrible when we got there. We had no idea where the graduation was. We had no idea of where to park. We had no idea of any of it. And it kept getting later and later. And there was not one staff person there to help anybody. And the pa the traffic was wall to wall to wall to wall. And people walking in between the cars and stuff. And we were just making bigger and bigger circles around the school is what it seemed like. Well, at one point, Mom just decided, she asked me what time it was. And I told her, and she was like, I can't wait any longer. And she got out of the car. No. <laughs> yes, she did. She got out of the car. She took her cane. And then <laughs> and then she she told me, she said, I'm leaving my pocketbook here. You'll find me. Click. And out of the car she goes. And I could see her at one point. I saw, I saw her go, where's graduation? You know, and it's like. Oh, my God. This is your blind mother. My blind mother. With a stick. With her cane, but no ID, no money, no wallet, no cell phone, which she couldn't operate anyway. But, <laughs> and, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So I'm driving around trying to find the parking space, you know, and I got about a half mile away from the college, and I see my brother standing on the road side or walking or something and and i get a hold of him by cell phone and he's three or four lights away from me and i said is that you i see blah 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 we we meet up and i told him i said where's the closest mcdonald's he was like me too mona wouldn't let me go <laughs> <laughs> for the same reason they were running late so so now mona is also she's awesome okay but that's that's my nephew's mom, and she's she's had uh, some health issues, and she had oh. a cane. Okay, same deal though. At one point, she just decided, nope, we can't wait on parking, and she got out of the car without her cell phone, without her pocketbook. She just got out. Yep. Those women were going to go, and sure enough, and did they find each other? Did they catch up with each other? Eventually, yeah, but not not at the time of graduation. But mom told me it was funny as hell. She she got there. She found where the graduation was supposed to be. And she said that she didn't have a seat. She was standing up. And she said, and it was hot. And I didn't have any money for a drink. And she said, I, I know, I know, pitiful. And I guess she walked over there. She saw some man who had a, a baby uh -huh. sitting beside him. And she asked that man if he could have the child on his lap so she could sit down. And oh, the guy good. did. And he did. Well, good for him. Yeah, he did. And that was good for him. So she, And I said, well, that's good. Did you get to hear his name? And she said, well, when they finally called his name, I heard somebody else across the way holler. Well, that would have been Mona, okay? The sister on. Anyway, she also told me, she said, I don't know why they let these giant families of 12 and 15 people come in when there's not enough parking. They need to issue parking tags. And then she went on to tell me about the family of 12 sitting beside her on the other side of her and how they were just, you know, screaming and hollering when it came time for their graduates. And then they settled in and just started talking and making noise for the rest of it. And she said at one point she took her cane. Aww. She took her cane and yeah. pointed it at one of them and said, excuse me. <laughs> she said, we were all quiet while you were waiting for your family member to get called. Uh, and well, I would sure appreciate it if you would be quiet so I can hear 
my family member get called. And if like, she just, she told it to him. She was very blunt about it. And I guess the girl that was sitting beside her got up and left, cringed, got up and left um, and went to the other side of the family. But she got to hear his name get called. Oh, good. Did she holler? She hollered. Meanwhile, I've now dropped off my brother, but at least he had a cell phone so we could communicate. And he's trying to find either one of the women. <laughs> and he did. He found his wife first. And they were looking for mom. And I got a text message from someone that said, Hi, just want to let you know that Gail is in front of the bowling building waiting for you. And I was like, okay. Oh. And I said, thanks. And then I started trying to find the bowling building, right? Now... I don't know how it happened because it was a huge university. But she picked the one and only building that didn't have any kind of vehicle access to it. And you could not see any part of it from a vehicle. So I didn't know where it was. I, I went everywhere in every parking lot trying to find it. Eventually, I ran into... My brother, and he was with my sister-in-law, and I drove them down to their car, and th and they went and found mom. Excuse me, we went and found mom, and then I drove all, all of us to Craig's car. And it was just like, and then we get there, oh and my, my nephew word. was so sick with a cold that we didn't stay. We were just like, hey, let's grab a picture. Bye, see you. Oh. <laughs> and so... I I think it turned out fine. It's a what story. An adventure. I just Holly, your mama. She's not afraid of anything. Now that's just the truth. She's not. She's bold. But that is also a problem sometimes because, you know, she she yeah. And yeah, it was funny. And then I got back we got back about eight thirty that night. And so it was a long day. Wow. <laughs> wow. I slept good that night. Hey, how'd the ritual go? I hate I it. It was beautiful. It. I hate it. Was I missed it was just beautiful. Again, I mean, I guess I can I can remind people that Mercury is in fact still retrograde. Oh. So I had gone to my Italian class in the morning, and I was really tired. I mean, that first week of May is always an exhausting week. I was busy yeah. every single day. So I was pretty tired by then. It's like, oh, it's Sunday, and I go to Italian, and then I've got a few hours to, you know, make some supper and lunch and blah, blah. So then I, I've got everything in the car that I need, and I go out to the car, and I'm heading down to the park, and I get caught down on Robert Street where they're doing all the construction for that big ass I don't know if it's hotel or mm. condos I don't know what it is but it's big and they've rerouted traffic it's just a damn mess and it was Sunday afternoon so lo and behold what is happening is a train is stopped on the tracks now we oh. we hardly <laughs> have any trains at all now okay yeah but a train true. is stopped on it's not moving at all and people are coming around the roundabout then down on Depot Street, and they come around. and ain't nowhere for them to go because it's a train. So instead of going around the roundabout and going a different way, they just clog up the damn roundabout. And I'm like, I just have to be right over there, right over there. That's all. So I texted some folks, and I said, I am on the other side of the river, and I'm stopped by a train. And they were like, well, we, we'll expect you when you see when we see you. And honestly, Man. I wasn't stopped for very long, but it was long enough that I was like, Lord, why did I come this way? So then I got turned around and went over the bridge and blah, blah, and it was all, it was all fine. But it's like traffic has just been, it's been very strange lately. It's I went in, when I went in Saturday to the Herb Fest, the Ag Center was also hosting a big old horse show. Yeah. So I came in that side way that I usually come in, and there was a guy there, and he said, may I help you? And I said, well, I'm going to the Earth Fest. And he said, well, you can't go through here. And I said, what? what? 
And he said, no, you have to go, you have to go back out and come in the other entryway. And I went, oh, you are going to send me back onto airport road. Is that what you're telling me? I've got to speak there in about 30 minutes. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. You just go back out on the airport road and come in the other entryway. I was like, you know, a horse is a big thing. And if there's people in horses, I promise I won't hit one. But he was just, nope, this is where the horse show people are. So I had to turn out and it was fine. I came out at the light, turned left, went down. It was fine. It was fine. I had plenty of time. But Was he a security guard? He was a guy with a 10 by 10 pop up and a table. I don't know. He was a... He was the entryway troll man. I don't know. They get power hungry. Power, power man. Yeah. We had, there was this fella. So my servers, when I had uh, internet servers, I kept them on the third floor at the ERC, which is a, a federal building in Asheville. Very secure building. Very up to date. It also has the NOAA Weather Center there. Right across, yes. from, right across from my computer's. And there was a, a fellow there who was so into his job. And I'll never forget, never forget. He, he spoke to, I mean, I, he would practically interview you before you could go in, before he'd allow you to go in. And I'll never forget, I don't remember what I said to cause it. But at one point, I think he was bragging a little bit. And he opens up his shirt at the ne at the collar, and he just kind of spreads it like Superman would. And he's got chain mail underneath. Oh chain mail. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> chain mail. I'm like, okay. He was really into his job. Or else he had a fetish or something, and he thought I was the same. I don't know. And so he's, was he a security guard? Yeah. Well, I guess that's secure. I wonder if he was a mason. That sounds like something masons would do. Right? I, I never saw my grandpa have well, any chain mail. Well, of course mail. you didn't. He wouldn't have showed you <laughs> That's that. That's a 33rd degree <laughs> mason secret. I guess it is. I wouldn't know. I would not know. Lord of mercy. <laughs> chain mail. Yeah, and I didn't know it was still a thing. Oh, very oh. much so. That reminds me. What were you asking? Can I ask you what you were asking about oh yeah 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 now i uh i had a client come in on tuesday yeah and he was telling me it, it was a really interesting story that he had had this vision that has happened to him several times now and he is part cherokee part pre maybe i can't remember and he's Scots-Irish, so, you know, that's a pretty common mix around here. And he had been, he was doing uh, drumming at some, um, some event. And he said for years he just has ignored his Scots-Irish stuff, and he's just been focused on his, on his indigenous stuff and okay. reconnecting with his tribal affiliation, all that stuff. Okay. As people do. And he said, so he was drumming, and this vision came to him of some of a white cloth that floated along the ground, and then it came to look like it was standing upright, and then it morphed into a female figure, hmm. that then morphed into a child's figure, and then the child ran away. And the phrase that he heard was, Fian Barn. And he said, do you know what that means? And I, I had him say it again and again. He's, he's a Madison County boy, so he's got, you know, a pretty stout accent. And I just kept having him say that. And I said, well, Finn means fair or white. And maybe what you were hearing was bond, which is woman. Um, so I did a little digging around to figure out who that was. And, and he had named her the, the white lady. Hmm. So he's seen her, you know, more than once. And I just put a thing out on Facebook asking people, and bless them, everybody did this, asking people if they had ever experienced anything like that. I didn't want no explanations from anybody. Yeah. I just wanted to know if they had seen such a vision. And they, a fair number of people all over the country said, oh, yeah, I saw something like that. What I saw was not a female. It didn't morph into a female, but it was fog that came out and it, 
swirled its way into a big perfect globe was huge Ugh. and then eventually the globe turned into a face and then it just slowly disappeared um that's all but it was profound to see and i wasn't the only one there so i, I asked us are you seeing this and it yeah. was it was and everybody saw it yeah yeah, it's and, just it's so interesting to me that kind of yeah. vision. It was native though, because we were we were talking with the natives that night. Well, and this wasn't evidently because he felt very strongly that this was his Scottish stuff, his mm. Celtic stuff connecting with him. It's still an ancestor. Yeah, yeah, or it's a land spirit, or it's a it, it's a spirit being of some kind. It, it was. It felt like a land spirit, but we were actually talking about or working with. There had been a murder right down the road, mm. and everything. Do you remember that guy? His last name was Turner, and uh, he was had a truck in the Ingalls parking lot, and he had his dog with him, and the and he got hijacked, and they walked him out into a cornfield and shot him execution style. No, I can't say as I do remember that. It, it was awful. It was the Ingalls and Mills River. And, um, of course, that cornfield where he was shot was about one field away from, you know, where we were. It was just right over the little hill there. And there had been some other things that had happened on that property mm -hmm. that made us say, what's going on? Is there some sort of, I don't know, Is has it, is it a cursed place? Is it somebody been offended is there some sort of atonement that needs to happen why is it that these things are happening right around this beautiful peaceful area all of a sudden and uh, so yeah yep our good friend discerned a crossroads demon Where? Cross um no it's a bird oh Landed on the... Okay. I hear something flipping around. Yeah. I think it might have been that one. It landed on the wind chimes. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe it was one of the babies that just yeah, came back. It might be. But, but yeah. So, so that's what we got out of it. And that work on that property is not done yet. Hmm. And that, that whole situation is not not been sealed up correctly not resolved not at all and when was this it had been four years ago pre-covid mm -hmm. right before covid yeah something is definitely hopping around out there i think that's got to be a little bird little old birdies making that noise eating grubs and yeah and other deliciousness I have not seen a single bunny out this way for a long I time. I have not either. I was just saying something about that. Hmm. I wonder where the bunnies are. Well, Freddie Mercury might have put paid to that. I don't know. I don't. He's getting pretty old. Oh, I don't know. He was pretty spry when I saw him a couple weeks ago. Was he? Well, yeah. He's had a few. He seemed pretty tough. Too. He's had some rabbit dinners, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Having a good rabbit dinner. How about yeah. you? Mm, he gave rabbit me. dinner. <laughs> He gave us a good story, and he's been a good cat to have around. He likes music. He does. He's a good boy. I was um, at a friend of mine's last night. We are having a meeting at her house for our neighborhood association, you know, the facilitators group. Yeah. We had some drinks and some snacks and whatever, but I think the real reason she had us over... It's because she's got four new kittens. Oh. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. Oh, Don't all you of them want black. Black oh. cats. Four black cats. I do, but I'm never at home. And that's just the truth of it. Mm. Um, a friend of mine contacted me the other day. She raises these big, these the biggest damn dogs you ever saw. These biggest ponies. They're English Mastiffs and Great yeah. Dane combinations, oh, and yeah. they weigh like 250 pounds. Yeah, they're big dogs, yeah. They're huge. And she, one of one of her bitches is pregnant. And she said, now, if you know anybody who'd like to have a really big dog. Wow. And, and, <laughs> and would know how to, you know, treat it right and be, you know, get, she, she ain't trying to get rid of them. She's trying to make good homes for them. Yeah, that's and good. And, you know, I love a big dog, but I don't love that's a big dog big. that's the size of a pony. I'd just rather have a pony. 
I'd be but a they're fond beautiful dog. dogs, and they are fond yeah, dogs. They'd need to be able to run around and stuff. But as for the cat, all you have to do is get two of them, and they won't care if you're at home or not, as no, long as they get fed. That's true, but then they would be at home with Joe, and he's not but so much about pets. He's not a uh, pet person. Gotcha. I think they didn't grow up with pets. Well, well we had cats. You know, when, when my daughter was at home, we always had cats, but... I'll get a cat again once I'm home more. Yeah, yeah. I like them all. I like cats and dogs Me and too. all of them. I just love all the critters. I do, yeah. We're like Ellie Mae. We love critters. <laughs> we love the critters. I, we are, I, except I hope our accent is more authentic. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. What's her name? Donna, Donna. Douglas? Douglas, thank you. Donna Douglas. Oh my gosh, I can't remember my own name. I can't believe I remember her Donna Douglas. Oh, Paul. Ow. Oh. So, did you ever meet anybody who used the term Paul and Ma? I don't think I have. I, I haven't either. I met Ma, Ma and Paul people, but it wasn't Ma and Paul. Yeah, um, I had a Mama and a Papa. And I knew somebody had a Meemaw. Yeah, I did. And a Mamaw. And a ma I had a Mamaw and a Granny. I and saw my cousin. They called their she called her mother Mama, but she called her grandmother Mommy. Oh, okay. Mommy right. and Mama. That's all right. Whatever works. Well, it's it's the connection that is more important than the name. I think. Right. I just saw a goldfinch over there, and I can't tell if that's like a titmouse. It's in among that young poplar leaves. We, there used to be a family of mockingbirds here. Yes, and bluebirds. Yep. And, and the, crows, the crows were here when I got here today, mm -hmm. and they're off doing whatever they're doing. Boy, <laughs> crows are raising hell at my house a few days ago. Yeah? I, I could hear them inside the house. I could hear No, they weren't inside the house. I was inside the house, <laughs> and I could hear them on the outside. That's how loud they were. Wow. And I went out. Into the backyard, and I said, What the hell is going on? People, people, what is it? Well, it was a hawk, of course. Oh, okay. And they were trying, determined to chase that hawk off, and that hawk was like, mm -mm, I don't think so. I'm looking for something yummy. I bet there's some babies around here that will be delicious. Delicious. Yeah. So, what are you having for supper tonight? Are you cooking? I am. I've got some beautiful yellow squash. I'm going to saute that up. And uh, I got some hamburger meat today on sale. I'll make little tiny meatballs mm. and saute that. And I've got a big old salad. I love a big old salad. Well, this is That's getting to be enough. that time of year where I'm craving a good salad. Oh, just, me too. And I could eat one every day. I, I could too, but I was late planting the lettuce this year. So I can't just go out in the backyard and pick lettuce. And, oh, it just kills me to pay $3 for a little bit of lettuce. Uh, oh, oh, it hurts me so much. Now, I heard, was that one of the babies that made that? I don't know, maybe. Y'all, it's like the birds here, except friendly. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't nervous about it, but, That's yeah. one of the babies. That's one of those. Yeah, I bet it is. They're coming back to see if Mama will come and feed them. She's gone off somewhere else having more babies. <laughs> Thinking about you no more. All of each other. Well, it was so interesting that summer watching those the hawks just kind of feed off that everything in that valley across yeah. there, and watching the crows come after them and whatever that congregation was. I saw that day on the roof over here. Yes. that was really the congregation interesting. on the church roof. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we watched the crows in our driveway. There was a little nest of. I don't even remember what kind of bird it was. Mm -hmm. And I saw the a crow get in there and just take out everything. And the, and the little parent birds are just peeping and squeaking and whatever. Mm. And then and then the hawks do the same same thing to the crows. <laughs> so it's a it's the circle of life. It's a circle of life. Oh, now we got to get another song because that All can't right. be the only when one. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be Mercy. We did that one last week. Did you really? Or did we? 
Oh, that's the, that's the one I always sing yeah. to get the earworms out of my ear. Yep, that's what you were... And then it's gone. Maybe and two And I don't weeks. have an earworm anymore. I don't have one like that. That's kind of a ear palate cleanser. <laughs> Love it. An ear palate cleanser. Yep, that's it. That's the one. Well, if you're in town and you have... All kinds of spare time. I do. You know I do. I'm going to be in town all year. And if you feel nothing like Nothing to do. Nothing to do. If you feel like it, we'll probably go and, and make a little music Friday night up in Big Creek. This Friday? Yep. Well, probably not. I mm -hmm. gotta, every minute I can, I've got to be writing this darn bullet. Well, which know. I love writing, and I'm looking forward to expressing all the ideas about the wild that I can. Um, but still, it's it's weighing a little heavy right now because I'm doing a lot of traveling. This is Feral Church? Yeah. Yep. Now I see what's making all the noise. Okay. What is it? This is, well, it is a little bird, and it is, is that a little Phoebe bird? Maybe it's a little brown bird, I think. Hmm. Is it a robin? I can't see it from no, here. It's right in front of me. It's got a black head. Might be a robin, actually. Yeah, this uh, this big old no, it's not a robin. Uh, uh, this holly is blocking me from it. Seems like I see a little wing or a tail or something. Yeah, it's, I can't quite see it, but it's flopping everything around every now and then. And I'll see a little outline of it. Boy, it's loud. I know it's because all those dried leaves, but I mean, it sounds like somebody walking through the front yard. I love it. See, this is how yards are supposed to be. I think so. This is interesting. This is healthy for the wildlife. Mm hmm. And way healthier for the human life, too, because you're not chemicaling up your yard. Oh, and I, I went a little nuts, which will surprise no one. <laughs> Last night, my neighbor was saying that. The fellow behind her was renovating the house, and he was throwing all of his junk in the creek, like concrete and all oh. this stuff, just throwing it on the bank of the creek and in the creek. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, people are pigs. Well, I'm people just, are stupid, yeah. yeah. And then she said, and, you know, he's, he's spraying everything, and oh. all that runs off in the creek. And that's when I was just like, he's doing what? Are you saying he's doing? Is it Roundup? Is he using Roundup? She said, I don't know, but, you know, it's it's that, obviously, he's spraying for weeds, and now everything mm -hmm. over there is dead. And I was like, well, that, that creek feeds into the French Broad. We got to call the French Broad Riverkeeper. We got to call the North Carolina Environmental Protection Agency. I was just like, and she looked at me like, are you crazy? And I was like, no, you're not crazy. I am crazy. I am crazy because none of those people are going to do a damn thing about it. And that, as far as I'm concerned, they should throw him in jail. I just don't get it. Why would anybody in this time at 2023 do that on purpose in anymore? This is, it just and age, is it just lazy? It is just laziness. Purity laziness. Well, let's just use a little roundup on it. That'll be fine. Oh, God. Lance wrote a song about that. I've got a buddy named Lance Curlin. He's a prolific writer. Uh -huh. and he's an activist. And I remember and he was real active in... Uh, Organic Fest. You oh, remember, organic remember Fest? that? Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. He was real active with that one, and uh, he wrote a song that we did called, and it was all about the human bovine growth hormones and, oh, yeah, and yeah. what Roundup will do to you. He wrote a Monsanto song one time. I need to call him. That is what I'm going to do. Just see what he's going to Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.
for you, why?